Listener Production. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of That's Enough Already with me, Ursula Carlton. This week I'm chatting to Mel Buttle. She's currently on tour with the show Let Me Know Either Way. It's a national tour. You can get all the tickets, all of the information at comedy.com.au. Go and see her. In this episode, we chat about how Mel hates conflict and how I thrive in conflict situations. In fact, I will create it myself. We chat about her iconic mum persona on TikTok, which is spot on, her beef with Subway patrons and using a baby as a get-out-of-jail-free card. you got to listen. She's hilarious. That's quite enough. Oh, just, just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. It shush, please. Uh, uh, yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Hi, Mel. Um, you just walked in on me giving um, a roasting to my producer, but she loves it. Like I just try and keep it fresh with us, you know, like sometimes I, um, when I know the guest is coming in, I'll say something real personal that's completely, you know, not true, but just to see the guest's face. And for today I decided to go hardcore aggressive with Nat um, telling her what a piece of shit she is and then you came in and I could see the tears yeah. in your eyes. Um, not a fan of conflict? I cannot deal with any form of conflict. Um, like it, it's bad. I, I have a peanut allergy. I have an egg allergy. I'll go to a restaurant. I'll say, there's no peanuts on that, is there? And I'll go, no, no, no peanuts. I'll make a note with the chef. Oh, good. Then it will come out covered in peanuts. And even though I could die, yeah. rather than have a conflict with a waiter, I will just pick, pick. I'm like, oh, I'm happy to pick around. It's probably good for my immune system. I bet I should build up. And then, and all my friends are like, send it back. You told her no peanuts. You, you're allergic. I'm like, oh, I'd hate to make a fuss. So I would literally rather pass mm. away than, you know, yeah. make a scene at a restaurant. I've got, I've got, I'm in therapy, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we are the opposite. Like even last night, friends had come over and we went to a restaurant just on the waterfront and then um, as soon as we sat down, this woman comes up, like, I haven't even put my house key down yet. And she goes, are you ready to oh. order? And I went, no. And then she got real huffy, walked away, and then didn't come back for like 20 minutes. And in that 20 minutes, I'd already said five times, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. I'm not waiting for this asshole. And then finally, my friend managed to wave her down to come back and she was like, are you ready now? Ooh. Like she was like that. And I go, I go, um, oh, did someone piss some sass into your cereal this morning? And my friend just stared at me and I'm like, you know, you can't be mean to hospital staff at a time like this. I go, bitch, we all went through COVID. Mm-hmm. We all went through this mm-hmm. pandemic. It was a time like this for all of us. And come with your shit. Wow. I would... I love a bit of conflict. I would have, I would have unfortunately had to run away. I would have then, would have died. I would have died. <laughs> that weight person would have got a, a fifty dollar note, and I, and a, I'm so sorry about my friend. Um, <laughs> she's, you know, she's a grump. Wow, I need a bit more of you. You and I should go. This is your therapy. Can I come with you to therapy? Yes. We can go out together and maybe you know sort of influence each other. I can make you a bit more confrontational and you can try and calm me the fuck down a little bit and we can find a happy medium. Do you do this, Ursula? Would you like say things loudly in the hope that someone hears them? Like are you want to, because my, my partner does that, she'll be like, well, the lift's been broken for two weeks as we walk past reception. And I'm like, yeah, that we yeah. all know the lift's broken. I've sent an email, I've done, you know, I've said thank you. But I'm like, what's the yeah. point in making an extra scene? Like what? 
Yeah, no, I would, I would, if someone is too close, I go, would be nice to have a bit of personal space here. Wow. Like stuff like that. And you're yeah. not a PE teacher. You're not, you've never taught. No, no, but I definitely, so I always say, you know, like how, um, if you've ever worked in retail, you know, there's some people you can confront and some people you can't. Like if someone's smoking outside your shop front and all that smoke is coming into the shop, I go, I'm going to go chase this fucker away. I don't want the whole shop to smell like that. And then you go out and it's a guy with a neck tattoo. Now, I don't have a neck tattoo, but I identify as someone with a neck tattoo. Yes, yes, I understand. Yeah, that's... That's the real you. This is as close as I've come to a recent conflict where my my baby is, he's six months old. He hasn't quite had, you know, there's a final, I think, whooping cough needle they have around that age. Mm. He hasn't had it yet. Yeah. He's, he's booked in. And I, I've, I'm holding him over my shoulder and behind me I hear a woman go, aren't you a beautiful bubba? Aren't you a good bubba? Then I look. And I see that she's got her hands, running her hands through his hair. She's touching his face. She's going boop, 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 right. like on his lips with her finger going boop, 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 oh, yeah. boop, doing that. And and mm. this this is very dangerous for a little baby. She has, I don't know if she's washed her hands. I don't know this woman. I don't know what vaccinations she's had. So I said, excuse me, he hasn't quite has he had his needle yet. If it's okay, if you wouldn't mind, please stop to touch him at the moment, please. Thanks. Wow, did I let her have it, hey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, she's probably still standing in the same spot, is she? Shaking. Oh, I'm lucky the police weren't called because, you know, that's pretty aggressive stuff that I... That is that's very aggressive. I had a very similar... Because nothing pisses me off more than people touching my children. Mm-hmm. My daughter was nine months old and I had her in the pram and she was just in that phase where she was like, hello, and waving mm-hmm. to everyone. And she would say hello to everyone because that was one of her words. So I was ordering a coffee and when I turned, there was a man trying to pick her out of the pram because she waved at him. She went, hello, and I saw and he said hello back. And then because she's nine months old, she put her arms up, Mm. you know how they do the Mm uppy move. She did that. And this fucker thought, yeah, why not? I'll pick her up. Like she can give consent at fucking nine months old. So I turned around and I go, Excuse me, get your fucking hands <laughs> off my child. And he goes, he goes, so it's a mountain buggy. So mm-hmm. it's a, this big fucking thing. I'm five foot two. It's hard to reach over. But I was reaching over, pushing him on his chest, go, get the fuck off my baby. And he's like, um, oh, I was just going to pick her up. I go, you were just going to pick her up? You're a fucking stranger. Mm-hmm. Get your goddamn hands. And I made such a scene. Um, and she's still in the pram going, hello. <laughs> I'm like, pipe down, you little shit. <laughs> See, that's not being so friendly. My psychologist uh, says this thing. She goes, "There's a there was an emperor many years ago, and he couldn't walk around his kingdom because the kingdom was very yeah. prickly and it was rough and it hurt his feet. And so he wanted the whole kingdom to be covered in leather so he could walk anywhere in his kingdom, right? And someone said to the emperor, "Hey, instead of us covering the whole kingdom in leather so it's soft everywhere you go, how about we just wrap your feet up in some leather?" So there you can you can get anywhere you need to go. And that's yeah. this is what I wish the world was like. I wish everyone in the world was sensible and no one just picked up a stranger's baby out of a pram, right? I wish the world was covered yeah. in leather, but it's not. So yeah. I've got to have leather shoes on to cope for fuckheads like you've had to. Yeah. But I'm like, wouldn't it be yeah. – I, I just go there week after week and go, but if everyone just behaved, I wouldn't have to come and pay you 230 bucks a week. You know? The amount of times I've looked at my therapist's car, she drives a very mm, nice mm-hmm. car, 
And I go, you know, if the rest of the world can sort their shit out, she'd drive a Prius. Yep. yep. Get yourself into a little barina. Mm. Yeah. People lose their mind around children, people of a certain age. Um, yeah. I had a lady come up to me, a medical receptionist, come up to me at the doctor's and she goes, oh, look at his beautiful hair. He's got beautiful hair, doesn't he? Very unusual. It's He has red hair. He's a red-headed baby, right? Yeah. And she leaves a, a bit of a pause and she goes, hmm, I always said if my kids were born with red hair, I'd go to the supermarket and I'd buy a packet of dye and I'd dye their hair. Thank you. So where's this woman buried? <laughs> she, she's still with us. <laughs> she's still living and breathing. Well, Mel, I'm going to need... I'm going to need an address. Right. I'm going to go sort this bitch out. I'm on my way. It's like my brother's kids have massive afros and the amount of people who just walk up and touch their afros. Yeah. Oh, I was why just not? trying to feel what it felt like, oh, they say. We all do. We all want to know what it felt yeah. like. But yeah. I want to squeeze your wife's tits. I don't do it. <laughs> but I reckon the same people who touch babies' hair, pick them out of prams, comment on red hair, are the exact same mm. people who say things on the internet like, you can't say anything anymore, can you? You can't say anything. PC gone mad. PC gone mad. Mm-hmm. Those are the same people. And you'd you'd have the same because, you know, you're a lesbian. Do you identify as a Yes, yeah, full time now. Yep, it- yep. I was I was permanent part time for a bit, but um, yeah, no, yeah. They've, they've I got the letter and I'm signed up full time. Yeah, you locked yeah. it in. Yeah. Locked it in. Good on you. The amount of people coming up and just flat out asking me. So, wait, who whose sperm oh. did you use, or who carried oh. the baby, or so are you the actual? Mm-hmm. Who's the actual yeah. parents? They would ask me that. Who's the actual parents? Do you get that? Okay. Yes, we had a a major incident in a Westfield food court where. This, yeah, say no more. Yeah, that's where it all goes down. If someone's going to stick their nose in your life, it's it's going to be near, you know, a noodle shop. So what happened was this old woman comes over and asks some questions about the baby. Like she's clocked what's going on here, right? And I, I know what I know what she wants to ask, but she's she's building up and up and up and up, right? And she eventually yeah. asks the big one. She goes, Ah, okay. Well, who's his dad then? Who's his dad? Me, mate. I'm his dad. It's me. You're looking at the dad. I yeah. I didn't have him in my body. I'm not that attached to him yet. And he's getting a dirt bike because I want one. I'm his dad. It's me, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, just oh, we'd sorry, woman. We met 35 seconds ago. Let's reveal. Yeah. Who's none of your fucking yeah. business? It's a really yeah. private information that yeah. we'll have to very delicately tell our son one day. But let's just shout it out here. Well, everyone's getting their donuts, hey? We still get it all the time. Um, someone asked me this week, like, so are both from the same donor with the same egg? This is a woman at the park. I have no fucking idea who she is. I couldn't even place her accent. Um, you know, I'm like, is she French? Is she Russian? I don't know. But asking me about the fucking egg donor and my children, I'm like, I'm sorry. Where the fuck did I sign up mm. for your newsletter? Uh, it's none of your business. But her dad is the same guy, so his daughter was straight, so straight, and then met me and then lived a life of lesbo. And then so he goes, so you're a lesbian? I go, yeah. And then he's asking me about my family and, of course, you know, I've got the classic absent dad. And he's like, so that's why you're a lesbian? That's why. Because you didn't have a father. I go, yeah. I mean, I am fucking your daughter, so what's her thing? (gasps) Because she had you. Oh, my God, you you're the best. Can you write me some palm cards? Of, and, I, 100%. and I'll just laminate it. I'll have it in my pocket. And when a situation arises yeah. where I might need a line like that, this could be your, do you yeah. have merch? You could sell this. Put it on a key ring. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Is your mum the inspiration for your mum character? And for those playing the home game, you have to go look up Mel Buttle Socials and you will be fucking stuck for hours. It'll come up in your algorithm anyway after this because that is my life. Every day I watch a clip mm-hmm. of yours of the mum character in the grey cardi and it is it is my mum. It is everyone's yeah, mum. Yeah. It is my mum, yeah, 100%. And when she sees it, she doesn't get offended. She's like, oh, I'm on the internet. Everyone's messaging me saying oh, I'm on the internet today. I'm like, yeah, okay. Take it as a, sure. It's a big compliment. Yeah. My mum doesn't take any of the, the criticism in the in the jokes on stage or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. She just hears that she's being mentioned and gets excited. And there was a time years ago where she wasn't impressed with something I said on stage. So the next year I did a show and I didn't mention her. Not once, right? Not a single joke. And then she was all sooky yeah. afterwards and she goes, what? Didn't I do anything worthy this year of being included in your show? Huh? I better. I was like, oh, okay, I can't win. All right. So, yeah, her favourite thing to do when, you know, when you're mid-comedy festival like we are now and it's just let's get the show yeah. done, let's, let's smash it out, she'll send a message at, you know, 5.59, you know, leading into my 6 p.m. show that says, Dr. Watson's coming to see you tonight. Not too much swearing, please. Oh, Okay. Wow. Dr. Watson is in for a lot of cunts tonight. He's going to feel like a gynecologist by the time he leaves. <laughs> no, so I just put my phone on aeroplane mode now about, you know, 20 minutes before the show just so I cannot be held responsible for what Dr. Watson hears, you know. <laughs> Can I quickly say something about your surname? Yes, you may. I'm ready for it. I've, yep. Okay. I want to set the scene. Okay. I was naked. Okay. <laughs> Getting dressed. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and say like a dressing room scenario, like steam rooms, okay. you know, yep. like and a sauna type scenario. Someone recognised me as a comedian and then said, oh, the festival's on. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And then she goes, I want to see Mel Buttle. I go, excuse me? Because <laughs> I thought she said, do you want to see my butthole? <laughs> you want to what? And I said, no. Oh. Just like that. Oh, thanks, no. mate. And she goes, and she goes, oh. And I go, wait, what did you say? And she goes, I want to go see Mel Buttle. I go, oh, Mel Buttle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not my butthole. No. Wow. Um, well, thanks. Yeah, so that was, I was howling yeah. with laughter. So now every time I see your name on a post, I think my, my butthole. It's a shocker of a name. It's terrible. <laughs> There's another trick as well. If you do my full name and you write, which is Melinda, yeah. and you write Melinda next to Buttle yeah. very close, in the middle, yeah. There's another secret surprise if you write them joined together. It's in the butt. In the butt. Oh, nice. That's nice. Look at that. Everything leads to you not being a lesbian. Doesn't it? Yeah, there's my there's yeah. there yeah. was a slight real sliding doors moment for me. But um cho- yeah, because choosing names for kids, because he's my son's a buttle. Like the like yeah. he, the, he's got enough on he's got that last name, he's got two mums, he's, he's got, got red the, hair, yeah. he's got enough on his plate, right? But yeah. you can't have a descriptive First name. So if he was going to be a girl, we're thinking about Rosie. What, Rosie Butthole? No. Yeah. It's very limited. You don't know. You don't know how hard it is to pick a name till you have to. So on that, like, because you travelled, you toured mm-hmm. with your baby, you went to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. How hard mm-hmm. is it to tour with kids? Yeah. So right now I'm in Melbourne with with him and my, my partner and we have got a babysitter. 
it's it's not what it used to be. Like I used to go home, I used to walk out of the festival club and the sun would be up. Um, then you'd yeah. sleep all day, go and do your show. Oh, do you, Mel, do you want to come and go 10-pin bowling with your friends? No, sorry. No, no. I, don't, I don't want to get a $200 babysitter to go and, no, I'd, I'd rather be asleep. If Nothing is better than being asleep. People are like, can, can I come and have brunch with you? Yep, at, yep, you can come directly to me. You have to come where I am. I can't. It would be yeah. nice if you can bring everything with bring you. Everything. No, I can't leave the building. The, no, I can't. No. Oh, we can meet just at a cafe. No, sorry, because he might be asleep. So, no, it's yeah. very tricky and it is such a um, different way to do the comedy festival compared to how I would have done it previous years when you might have seen right. me doing a spew in a gutter, you know, eating only fried food. Having fun. Some yeah. may say having fun. I used to see yeah. you a few years ago when they were little. I saw you pushing your pram, you know, around Swanston Street in Melbourne near the town mm. hall, and I'd look at you and I'd think, oh, my God, that poor bitch. Look at her. She- <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm the poor bitch. Um, like they haven't had an Easter that's not in Melbourne mm. except for COVID yeah. their entire mm. lives. This is their other home, you know, and the same when they go. So they sort of know when we're going to – Africa or when we're going to LA because I take them with me everywhere. That's cool. But now it's getting a bit harder because they're getting older. I reckon if I was in school with a kid who'd just been in LA and Africa and London, I'd be like, yeah, good on you, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. up. Must be fucking nice Jesus. to be rich. Yeah. yeah. I w- I'd bully yeah. the shit out of your kids. Sorry, but I would, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, I mean, someone has yeah. to. Um, okay, Mel, let me ask yes. you. What is the thing about other people that shit you to death? All right, I'll tell you. It's it's real. It's really weird. It's quite it's quite niche. It's very small. But it, I cannot stand it when you go to Subway, okay, yeah. and the person in front of you. It's like their first time ever at Subway, and it's all a mystery. Yeah. Subway International Global Corporation. There's there's Subways on military bases. There's you can there's one within. I'm. Um, probably 20 metres of me right now, I could find one. Um, yeah. And you know when there's a person in front of you and it gets to the salad section, right, pick your own salads, that's yeah. part of their business model, always has been. People who go one by one and go, oh, lettuce, um, oh, no, no onion, no, oh, tom- oh yeah, tomato, <laughs> one, are the olives free? Yeah, the okay, yeah, olives. You know what? Just just have yeah. a think. Tell them what you want ahead of time. You know what I do? I go in a subway and I, I when we get up to salads, I say, I'll have everything except for jalapenos. Ooh. Yeah. But then again, I have I finished off year nine. I'm quite clever. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I go lettuce, tomato, pickle, olives, jalapeno, extra salt and pepper, no sauce, thank you. Correct. They can retain that information. You can tell them one step ahead. When they get to the toasted thing, you go, no, I'll have fresh and I'll have it with lettuce, tomato, pickle, olive, jalapenos, extra salt and pepper, no sauce. It's always the same. So uh, just be be more ready. Like, and I'm just like, did you, were you not, were you not? Same with people that order coffee. How the fuck do you not know what Uh you want? Why are you looking at the board? Mm. You drink a coffee every morning. Um. Can I have um, uh, we all know it's going to be flat it's white. It's flat white. Just say it. Yeah. Can we make it a flat white? Of course mm-hmm. we can fucking make it a flat white. You're in a mm-hmm. coffee shop. Mm-hmm. We can make it whatever you want, but we can't make it fast because you're slow. Yeah. I've got a real short fuse 
for being in a service situation where you are not being as efficient as you can and you're unaware, you know, of the there's a line of 15 people behind you, it's lunchtime, whatever it is, have your card ready to go, get the money out, let's be on it. You know what source you want. They're all written there, whatever it is. Like let's move through life efficiently because we've all got somewhere better to be than in a subway while you with your big fat finger point at salads one by fucking one. Is that carrot? Yeah, it's the only orange thing there. (laughs) All right. What's the one thing about you that shits you to death? Oh, just just one. Um, (laughs) What I don't like about me is that I just panic in situations that aren't really life or death or don't need a panic, right? Um, And so, for example, I went to a coffee shop and all the coffees on this special coffee menu were $6.90 for one cup of coffee. Wow. And so I I was like, oh, I don't want to pay $6.90, but I've already sat down. Do they have normal coffee? I don't want to ask. I can't ask. I'm going to look like I'm poor. I reckon she knows who I am. She smiled at me twice. And now I don't have $6.90 in front of her special coffees. And the, oh, God. And then it just gets to a point in my mind where the solution that I come up with is I have to tell a big lie to get out of there or I just have to spend $50 on breakfast, right? So what I will sometimes do, which I have done, is now I've got a baby. It's like a get a jail free card. I'll be like, I know, sorry, I know I've just sat down, but he's starting to crack it. He's sitting there absolutely silent. So sorry. I hate that about myself that I'm on stage in front of hundreds of people a night looking confident, whatever, saying these really personal things. And then I can't ask a waiter who doesn't give a shit if they have a coffee yeah. that's not $6.90. Instead, I'll craft yeah. a very complicated lie and then I leave the coffee shop and then I go, oh, shit, I wanted, I meant to buy a present from there for someone. I said I'd get them this special. Uh, I can't go back. Oh, you know, uh, I might. No, I can't go back. Yeah. Like just panicking about things that aren't problems. Um, that's what I hate about myself, that I'm not cool, that I'm not just Ursula Carlson, you know, that I'm not just – you know? No, but I mean, I, I say like sometimes I get like that. I get real over. But even here at this Airbnb, I had to go for an induction to use the gym. And I'm not here to use the gym. I had to get the induction so I could take my kids to use the pool. Ah. So, um, but you have to do the induction for the mm-hmm. gym because you have to walk through mm-hmm. the gym to get downstairs to go to the gym, to the pool. So then I thought, okay. Uh, I went, but it wasn't on the right day, so I had to pay extra 50 bucks to get this woman who's a massive turf and a fat phobe to go. And then as soon as she saw me, she just went, she looked me up and down and go, do you have permission from your doctor to work out? And I just immediately, that put me on the back Ooh. foot and I didn't know what to say to her. And I was wearing my mask and she goes, can you breathe behind that thing? You should take it off. And then so now she's two for two. I haven't said anything yet. And now I'm like, I don't want to cause any shit because I want to bring my kids mm-hmm. to come for a swim. And she's obviously the trainer at the gym. I was just completely on the back foot. I was just so some days when my anxiety packs up, then I just freeze up and I'd be quiet. So I only have the two settings, fucked on or okay. fucked off. There's no there's no in between. So sometimes people do get the upper hand. Mm. But now I'm supposed to pay that fifty bucks for the induction and I still haven't. So but now that I feel more confident because I'm away from her in the um little thing at the bank, 
that I have to put uh, because she was making some shit about the male. There was a there's a female and a male sauna. And she goes, I don't even know why they bother with the signs because people just identify as whatever shit they not even do, you know. So just use whatever. So now what I'm gonna do um, in the reference at the banking, I'll put um, fifty dollars for um, ten minute fat shaming at the gym and um, some turf action in the sauna. I love you. I love you. So, because I want her accountant to see it too. That's, oh, that's so good. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate thank you. it. This is a lot of fun. I, no, you're great. You're so good. And I'm, I'm going to go snap at someone now just to, just to feel, feel a bit like Ursula Carson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, you know, go in subtle. Like I'll tell you the most gangster thing I've ever done. A guy was pissed off at me and he kept like for something I said on a TV show and he kept hounding me, he had an anonymous um, Twitter handle, Mm -hmm. but I've got some forensic investigators as friends, so I got his IP address. I found out who Mm -hmm. he was, where he worked. I found out uh, on one of his um, complaints online was a scale that he bought for his mum. I found out his mum's name, where she lived, and I sent her flowers. I found out his real name, obviously. I sent her flowers and I said, I'm so glad that your son, John, is fitting in nicely in Australia, you must be very proud. Much love, Ursula Carlson. That is such a... So that he knows. I know uh-huh. who he is and I know where his mum lives. I'm like, bitch, come at me. Wow. That's not... I'm, I didn't threaten him. I just wanted him to know that I know. That's... You know wow. you know who's never heard another fucking peep out of him? Ursula me. Carlson. Yeah. That is a really... Cost me 50 bucks for shitty long, flowers. Long game, but the win is very big. That's a very big win. So yeah. big. So rewarding. So All right. Rewarding. Well, I look forward to your laminated palm card of things to say in difficult situations coming out on your yeah. website ASAP. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. The supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Big Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, girls. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend.